Welcome to our podcast. Today, we delve into the rich tapestry of Indonesian philosophy, an article authored by an unknown writer. This episode will take you on a journey through the diverse perspectives on Indonesian philosophy, its cultural richness, and how it is deeply ingrained in the everyday life of the Indonesian people. Indonesian philosophy, as argued by Mr. Ness Rowan, is distinct from both Western and Eastern philosophies. It is embedded in core Indonesian concepts and practices such as Mupakat, Pantun Pantun, Pancasila, Hukumadat, Gotong Royong, and Kekalu Argan. Sunoto, Parmona, and Sumarjo offer different definitions, but all agree on its cultural richness and connection to traditional practices. This philosophy is not just an abstract concept. It's manifested in various aspects of Indonesian culture and traditions. For instance, Papata Petiti traditional sayings encapsulate the wisdom and values of the Indonesian people. Adat houses, traditional houses, are not just architectural structures but represent the values and customs of the Indonesian people. Ancient myths, dress ornaments, dances, music, weapons, and the social system all reflect the Indonesian philosophy. Schools dedicated to preserving Indonesian ethnic philosophies play a crucial role in maintaining the cultural heritage of the country. They aim to pass on these indigenous philosophies to future generations, promoting a sense of unity and belonging among its people. The concept of adit is significant in Indonesian culture. It's seen as the intellectual legacy of a particular ethnic group, inherited from ancestors to later generations. It governs the community and dictates ceremonies of marriage, birth, and death, as well as the timing and methods for various activities. Indonesian poetry, particularly Pantun, is a unique form of expression that showcases the connection between the natural world and humanity. It consists of two parts, the Sampiran, representing the sky and the world, and the ISI, representing the humankind. Indonesia has been a melting pot of philosophies. From 322 BC to 700 AD, Hindu Brahmins and Buddhists from India introduced their cultures to the native Indonesian culture, resulting in a combined version known as Tantrayana. The Borobudur Temple serves as a tangible example of this cultural fusion. Sufism in Indonesia has been influenced by Al-Ghazali and Ibn Arabi, leading to the establishment of the Ghazalism and Ibn Arabism schools. However, the adoption of Arabian Wahhabism by King Pakubuwono IV and Twanku Imam Bonjol led to a shift away from Sufism towards a more orthodox interpretation of Islam. The 15th century saw the introduction of Christianity to Indonesia by Western capitalist powers, particularly the Portuguese and Dutch. The Portuguese merchants introduced Catholicism, while the Dutch spread Calvinism. However, the Dutch Calvinists soon expelled or forced the Indonesian Catholics to convert to Calvinism. In conclusion, Indonesian philosophy is a rich tapestry of diverse influences, deeply ingrained in the everyday life of the Indonesian people. It's a testament to the country's cultural richness, its ability to synthesize foreign influences, and its commitment to preserving its unique cultural heritage.